I'm really bad at uh, not introducing myself. Um, sometimes Jonathan will, uh, when I meet up with Jonathan, he'll, he'll say, make sure you introduce yourself because not everybody in the church. So in my head, I was like, when we start today's service, I must introduce myself. Did I introduce myself? No, I did not. I am Darren. I'm the youth uh, worker here at Lynn Baptist Church. I've been here for almost two years, which is crazy. So I've got absolutely flown. Um, and it's an absolute privilege to be able to lead uh, the, the, the youth ministry and oversee the youth ministry here at Lynn Baptist. And uh, I've been so encouraged today to hear some of the amazing stories of the ways that young people are growing in their faith, um, in the ways that the, the leaders are being encouraged by uh, what the young people have been doing. Uh, and we're so blessed to have so many children and young people. And actually, there's more that that aren't even here today. And it's just such an encouragement to see so many um, young people coming through our church. And God blessing us with being able to invest in their in in their um, in their journey with God and in their life as well. Um, and we long as a church and we long as a team to see transformation in the children and young people. That's why we invest in them. That's why we do what we do, because we want to see transformation. We want to see them coming closer to God, seeing, um, seeing them ha- have a relationship with God and seeing their uh, God's plan live out in their lives. So that's why we do what we do. That's why we have our uh, Energize or Sunday School. That's why we run encounters. That's why we go on camps. That's why we, um, or leaders give up a lot of their time is because they really want to invest in the children and young people. And over the years, we've seen real fruit from that. You know, we've seen uh, people go and build houses in South Africa. We've seen people um, set up new initiatives um, when they finished uni, you know, making a real difference, making a real kingdom impact in this world. Uh, we've seen people go on gap years, uh, whether it be a tear fund or Logos Hope. Uh, we've seen people uh, become leaders in Christian unions. We've seen people go to other churches and make an influence there as well. And we've seen people come back here and really be an encouragement uh, to our church when they've come back. But I don't know about you, but I'm massively hungry for more. You know, I'm massively hungry to see our children and our young people uh, inviting their friends along to, to church. I'm really hungry to see our children and young people sharing stories of how their friends have been poorly and they've prayed for them. Or their friends have been really nervous about exams and they said, praying for them and asking, asking God just to be their comfort. You know, I'm really hungry uh, to see um, children and young people standing up uh, in school for what they believe in. For not being afraid to say, I am a Christian and I follow Jesus. I'm really hungry for that. And it's for this reason, above other, other more that we've heard today, why it's so important as a church and why it's so important as a children and long, uh, young people team to really invest uh, in our young people. And as, our ch- as a church, it's all our responsibility. You know, it's all our responsibility to invest in children and young people. So can I encourage you to cheer on our children, cheer on our young people, be praying for our children and be praying for our young people. And we can learn so much from them. You know, just the other week, uh, was it two weeks ago, last week, um, Emily Buckthorpe uh, came up and uh, shared a poem which was so beautiful and so thought-provoking. Emily, are you here? How old are you, Emily? Ten. Ten years old. And she shared this beautiful poem. If you've not heard it, I really encourage you uh, for, to ask her to, to tell it to you later on. The words that she said were such truth. And a 10-year-old can really encourage us. You know, we can learn so much from them as much as we can teach them as well. So, And we only have to uh, open the Bible 
to see how much emphasis God puts on investing in people. Uh, Jesus himself, during his years on the earth, it was all about investing in people. If we think of the stories in the Gospels, we think of some of the miracles, a lot of the stories about investing uh, in people. Um, For the disciples, for starters, he spent time with them. He did ministry with them. He prayed for them. He laughed for them. He grieved with them. You know, he had patience with them. He, He even loved them when they decided to flee at his greatest time in need. And then we see people um, that he ministered to, you know, uh, the woman at the well, having dinner with Zacchaeus, spending time with the outcasts and uh, praying for healing for sick. It's all about investing in people. Time and time again, we see it. Um, Jesus invested in people. Why did he do that? Because he loved them. Because he cared for them. Because he wanted to see a difference in their life. You know, that's what we want for our children and young people, isn't it? So just a few pointers of, um, of ways that I think that we can really invest in our children and young people. The first one, fantastic, is to personally invest in our own relationship with God. You know, if we want to see transformation in our children and young people, we need to be willing for God to change us first, to shape us and transform us first. And one of the best ways that I think Jesus shows us how to do that is by retreating and spending time with God. It's by spending that quiet time with God. It's by spending that time in prayer with God. And, you know, Jesus shows that throughout his whole ministry while he's been on this earth. Right from the start, he retreated and spent time with God. It's how he made important decisions. It's how he he, uh, dealt with really troubling emotions, uh, like grief. You know, when Lazarus died, he went and he retreated and spent time with God. Uh, It's how he he spent uh, the demands of his ministry. It's how he taught his disciples, you know, he told them how to pray. It's how he prepared for all types of ministry events. Uh, And it's how he prepared, uh, ultimately, to go to the cross as well. You know, being as close to God as possible, spending time daily in God's prayer, is one of the best ways that we can invest in our young people. You know, it's evident when we spend time with God that we radiate God more. You know, it's evident that when we spend time in his presence, it's evident when we spend time in his word, you know, we see the wisdom coming out. God teaching us, being able to teach others. So can I encourage you, can I encourage myself, can I encourage everyone here as a church to really go through it with God? Because the young people, the children will see that. You know, how many people can you think of when you were, when you were either children and young people and you think, I remember this person in church, they made them, you know, they were really, they really, really loved God. They were really going for it with God. You know, I can think of, you know, loads of people in my life that I can think of because they really went for it first in their relationship with God. That's the first one. The second one uh, is to prayerfully invest uh, both for the children and young people, but also for the leaders. You know, this is obvious, uh, an obvious one. Prayer is so important. Uh, but I'll be honest with you. Sometimes doing youth work can be really hard and sometimes it can be really lonely. And I know when I've chatted either to uh, leaders or other people that have been involved in it, 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 can be, it can be hard, it can be difficult, but it's worth it. You know, in times of hardship, in times of harvest, we really need prayer of the church. We really need support of the church um, when things get difficult, but also when things are going really well. And, um, and uh, if you were to read uh, recent church statistics, it would suggest that um, the amount of children and young people attending churches are on the decline in some places. 
Um, and it's led some people to say, you know, this is a lost generation of people going to church. But you know what? I, and I know that the, our team as well, we refuse to accept that. You know, I'm not willing to accept that church isn't relevant for children and young people, that Jesus isn't relevant for young children and young people, because he massively, massively is. And that's why it's important that we're continuing to pray, both for the children and young people in our church, but also, as you can see from the pictures, some of the children and young people, either at Crew Club or ID, or the children that we meet in schools, uh, the children that Simon meets through voice and through the primary school visits that he does as well. It's so important that we're covering um, all the team in prayer and supporting them on their way as well. And for our leaders too, amazing, amazing leaders that give up so much time. They, um, they've got patience. You know, they've got their, the love that they give out to our children and our young people. Please, please be praying for them as well. And, ooh. and finally, uh, practically, you can practically invest um, in, the, in the work that we're doing here. And I could go on for ages telling you, you know, the number of reasons why you should get involved in, in youth work, get involved in children's work. Um, but, you know, today we've heard of the impact that it can have on children and young people. And so I just want to ask you, if you feel like God is calling you um, to maybe get involved practically, either children's work or youth work, we've got some sheets just through in Ridgeway. If you just want to sign up, you're not signing your life away, you're not committing to anything, you're just signing up to find out a little bit more about how you can get involved. Uh, if that's you, please um, fill one out. There's one for children's work and there's one for youth work as well. And there's many ways that you can get involved. Um, uh, particularly at the moment, as uh, in the notices, uh, I think it was Harry that said that we particularly need help at the moment with uh, ID Youth Club, which you've heard about, which happens on a Monday night, um, every single Monday night. And we've got a great team of people that are helping. Uh, unfortunately, some of, the, uh, some of the girls particularly uh, are moving off either to university or uh, investing in other ways. And so we've got a massive gap there where we need uh, a female leader to help with the ID Youth Club. Ultimately, we won't be able to run the youth club uh, anymore if we don't have uh, a female leader. So if you feel God's calling you, and I believe that God ha is calling people to it, if that's you, please, please come and speak to me uh, afterwards. Our youth club are amazing. Oops. What's happened to the other two? There we go. Brilliant. Our youth club are amazing. There's some of them there um, on our recent trip to Spring uh, two weekends ago. And uh, it's full of some amazing young people. Some of them that are kind of starting um, their journey with God. Some of them that are just starting to ask questions. And some of them that are actually um, not really that interesting in God at the moment. But we believe that one day they will be. Uh, many of you will remember Amy, who shared a few weeks ago. She's on there next to uh, Forfin, next to the other Amy. Um, and uh, at the spree weekend away, uh, she shared a few weeks ago how she became a Christian. At the spree weekend away, she was right up at the front asking for prayer for every opportunity that she, that she could have. You know, there's real, um, th th there's, it's, it's really worth it. It's really worth it when we invest in them because we're seeing real, as I said before, we're seeing real transformation in the, in the young people's lives. And uh, a wise Nick Gerard said to me a while ago, he said, if we don't use our gifts that God have give, has give, given us, it's the church that loses out. If you don't use your God-given gifts, it's the church that loses out. So I want to challenge us as a church today 
Um, are you gifted in working with children and young people? Uh, would you consider joining the team? Uh, because our children and young people need gifted leaders. They need gifted evangelists uh, particularly as well. You know, they need spiritual mothers and fathers, grandmothers and grandfathers. And, you know, there is a cost. Like, it's not easy, like I said before, but it's totally worth it. You know, these are just a few things that um, either myself or some other leaders have said over the last year of why it's worth it. It's worth it because somebody that has never believed in God before has said, do you know what, I think there's something there. It's worth it when someone you've been mentoring for however many number of years starts to grow in their faith. It's worth it when you see some of your young people leading discussions at ID. You know, people that have been discipled, discipling other people. You know, it's worth it when people stand at the front here, share how they become a Christian and then go through the waters of baptism. It's worth it when someone you've been praying for for ages becomes a Christian. It's worth it when somebody in the group you're leading gives a really profound answer to a question about God. It's worth it when a young person comes to you and says, I can trust you and I need to tell you something that I've never been able to tell somebody else. It's worth it when someone experiences Jesus or experiences the Father heart of God. It's, It's worth it when we hear testimonies like we've heard today of transformation in the children and young people's lives. And so can I just finish by um, asking you please to uh, practically invest in our own uh, personal walk with God, to prayerfully invest in the children and young people of this church and those that we're going to meet in the future, and potentially practically invest by joining one of the teams as well. There's plenty of ways you can. I'm just going to pray to finish, and then I'm going to um, ask some of the people that I've asked to pray for the leaders to come up, if that's okay. So, Father God, we thank you for our children and young people in this church. We thank you, Lord, for their uh, uniqueness, for their giftings, Lord. We thank you that you love them, that you know them. We thank you, Lord, that you've blessed us with so many children and young people in this church as well. And, Lord, we thank you for the amazing leaders, Lord, for the time they give as well. And we honour them now, Lord. Amen.